0: <clears throat> Ready? Yoda was almost played by a monkey. According to the book, The Making of Star Wars by D- J.W. Riz- Rinsler. George Lucas originally planned for Yoda to be played by an adorable monkey wearing a mask and carrying a cane. Huh, what do you think of that? Stay tuned to Inspirato Projecto for more fun facts. Hi, it's Mickey Dolenz here. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto. I have an idea um, for a billionaire who loves American action movies. And... um, Maybe he grew up just idolizing the Chuck Norris movies, just loving them and, uh, moves out here and let's say he's a billionaire and he decides to basically fund movies that he is the star in as an action star, but he hires all of his favorite actors to be in the movies with him. Um... So everyone that he grew up just loving, he puts them all into the same movie. And um, yeah, just crazy, you know, as a billionaire, he's got, let's say all these different companies. So he's just shooting at all these different sites that he owns, all these different places. He's able to utilize all these different locations. Sort of whisper through the wall. That concludes another episode of Whispers Through the Walls. Here's a funny piece of dialogue that just came to me while I was making my sandwich. I was thinking about a scenario where... Um, almost like a... Uh, oh my god. Mmm. This is good. I just cooked this up in the fryer. I mean, not fryer. Yeah air fryer it's a vegan chicken patty what I did was I put this um, on top of it to cook it together reduced sodium tamari sauce organic so I took a little spoon and put that over it and I cooked that probably 10-15 minutes 350 degrees in this air fryer flipped it over then there's a, um, a jar of pickles well, no more pickles, but there's pickle juice. So I took spoonfuls of the pickle juice. I went beep, 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 on the other side. I cooked that for another ten minutes. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Then mmm. One side of the hamburger bread is veganaise. The other half, I'm giving you. I'm telling you my secrets here. Um, uh, French's Dijon mustard. Get a load of that. And then, on each side, right there on the bread, uh, tofurkey plant-based deli slices, hickory smoked. You put it all together. Ah, mmm. The chicken patty is wearing them like a like a little parka, mmm. Like a little mmm. Fuzzy, warm, goose down. Situation. Mmm. 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 As I'm tasting this, I can taste a pickle um mm. Pickle Liquid, I was gonna say. Pickle juice? Mm-hmm. That could be a brand. Pickle liquid P I K what? P I C K. P I C K I like Q U I D. Pickle Liquid. Oh, so this phrase entered my head I thought this was funny like a John Hughes kind of thing where you know maybe they're a group of uh, actors or something but there's one guy who just never feels like he's being heard like he has all these great ideas but everyone just wants to be practical but then somehow his ideas end up working in the future no one's paying attention to him And so let's say we've seen, let's say this is the third time we'd seen him blast off into some extraordinary imagination of how it all could work. And then all of a sudden someone's like, yeah, but I mean, what if, and it just, you know, puts the brakes on it doesn't work meanwhile since nobody seems to boost up or give energy to the genius guy's ideas he's just he just gets tired of this so i'm thinking the third time imagine this like they're saying to him uh like he tells him this great great idea and they're coming up with all these reasons as to why it wouldn't work. All these reasons. Even though he knows it could totally work. Just follow the intuition. All these reasons why it won't work. And he's like, you know, they all. St- he's just sitting there looking at them. And he's just looking at them. Like if he, had, if he could burn holes through their heads with his eyeballs like lasers, he would. He goes, "It's like, I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you. I, I am just standing in astonishment at the, the, sheer, the sheer amount of short-sightedness it takes to live within such a small scope of vision. I'm just standing in awe. <laughs> you know basically he's saying like look I, you know i'm astounded by the sheer amount of short-sightedness that it takes to create such a limited scope of perception maybe that's what he says yeah it's like it takes all of this short-sightedness to live the amount it's like it takes all this energy it takes all this energy it takes more energy to put into something to stop momentum that really wants to break through rather than just, just like go, 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 go. I've learned through Kapow one of these indicators um, is participation. We reward participation. Um, those who pop in and out. Those who talk about seeing others' movies. Um, those who joke with the lobby. Us in the lobby. Any others? Uh, it's like... rewarding people... For having that good vibe. Um, No competition. Celebration. Celebration. That's why... If there are ties... It's because those specifically stuck out... And we wanted to you know, celebrate them. Like, you're not, we're not putting in the octagon here. I'm not trying to get you to battle each other. This is a celebration. And it's great. Everyone celebrated each other. Um, yeah. I think that's the line. Um, I'm not judging you. I'm just marveling at at the amount of short-sightedness It takes to create such a limited scope of perception. Oh, oh, maybe he puts it this way. he's like, no, no, no. I'm not judging you. I'm just marveled. I'm just, I'm just, it's astonishing. I'm, 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 I'm I'm just marveling at how some people... require um, some pe- some people require sheer amounts of short-sightedness in order to maintain a limited scope of reality <laughs> something like that you catch you catch my drift you catch my drift So, you know, they're insulting them intelligently, so to speak, you know. Basically, it's just the opposite of that. If you want to, you know, like, see what this dude is talking about, go into his shoes. You just go down the opposite side. It's like, okay, he's saying, you know, someone could look at what he's saying and go, hey, I resemble that comment. Hey, hold on a second, sir. Sir. Hold on. I, you know, I need to stop you right there. I resemble that comment, and I need you to stop saying it. Sir, because you know what? The more that you say that out loud, it's the more of a reminder to me and everyone that I know of this thing that I know, and they know that I know that I do, that is not good. And I cannot have anyone pointing out that thing Uh, I want to continue to be horrible to these people. And I'm going to need you to not point it out. I can't have you calling it out. Because once you call it out, then someone else is going to call it out. and Someone else is going to call it. And then I lose all power. I lose all respect. I lose all control. So please, 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 child, do not shout out that the emperor has no clothes, please. Please keep your children quiet, and you keep yourselves quiet. I don't. I don't want. We do not want to hear you pointing out the things that we all know that I'm doing uh, uh, to uh, suppress you, oppress you, and at the same time uh, uh, hypnotize you into. Uh, being impressed with us. we su- Here's how it goes. We suppress and oppress you and you are impressed by us. If you aren't impressed by us, then we haven't done our job. Uh, we're in the job of oppressing and suppressing you with a smile on your face. <laughs> we're, in the do- we're in the job of suppressing and oppressing you with a sm- bright smile on your face. If you aren't impressed with us, then we haven't done our job. A lot of things come up, you see, a lot of things. There's momentum moving and all of a sudden something comes up. Now all of a sudden that belief system is challenged. And what do we have left? What do we have left in those moments? This is this is the good thing to know. In those moments where we feel that we're out, out of our bearings, something just happened. For instance, my Uncle Bob just died yesterday. He passed over into the afterlife. He's hanging out with my Uncle Arnie. My grandma and Grandpa's, I'm... All my friends, who knows where they're going, what they're doing, what they've been incarnated as. If it's all happening now, what are they, at this moment in time, right now, incarnating as in the future or in the past? What are they incarnating as? Me. We're all part of each other. Isn't that interesting? So in those times where something comes out of nowhere and you go, ooh, and then you... It's like, okay, these are the times to listen to our heart, because because, uh, you're the only one who's acquainted with that heart, that specific heart signature, that thumbprint signature. Listen to those instincts. So you'll notice... Um, probably notice this a lot it becomes easier to watch it when you stay away from the news when you stay away from when you, I shouldn't say stay away but you just, you just, you just go ah, it's just not part of my stream it's not part of my stream of consciousness what am I putting in the stream? inspiring things Th- throughout these past 10 days with Kapow it was just inspiration being able to talk to these filmmakers talking to Dave Uchansky Matthew M. Jones. Uh, Chris Corman. These were the guys showing up in the lobby and, and, and talking with folks and mingling. And, uh, it it's just great. So, it was great. It was inspiring. Leading up to that, every single day, I was making TikToks talking with high-vibrating people. It's awesome because it, I, none of the... The things that I wanted to do were not forced. And uh, sometimes the stuff that you wanted to do and then you put off or, you know, you don't necessarily plan and all of a sudden it's like a lot of times those things are spontaneous and they're really good when they're spontaneous. So I interviewed the uh, Corporal 13 and... Hugh, which is funny because I recently played, oh oh my God, you got to be kidding me. Oh my God, I just now saw the synchronicity. Oh my God. I've been playing Sam and Max Remastered, the video game. That's one of our sponsors. I've been playing Sam and Max Remastered. These were some this was originally put out by Telltale Games and then some other guys called Skunk Ape. Skunk Ape Games. They all they've joined forces, joined farces, and re just brought this thing back to life. They added some pizzazz to it, some new music, um, et cetera, et cetera. And they were one of our one of our sponsors. And in in that game, there's a guy named Hugh. Bliss, H-U-G-H, Bliss, like H-U-E, Hugh Bliss. So what's so interesting is I interviewed from Christor Inc., I interviewed Corporal 13 from the Green Bridge and Hugh, H-U-E, from Chris Torch on the Yellow Bridge. I interviewed these guys. Now, when I was playing uh, Sam and Max Save uh, the World Remastered, I was playing it on Twitch, which was going into the Kapow lobby on Filmocracy there. So so there was that already happening. So then when I interviewed Corporal 13 and Hugh from Chris Torch, Corporal 13 from Chris Torch and uh, Hugh from Chris Torch, when I interviewed those guys through Twitch, all of a sudden I was just like, oh, my God, dude, there's a synchronicity right there. The Hugh, Hugh. Stone. I can't believe I didn't even realize that synchronicity till right now. So I had the opportunity to interview them because I wanted to intertwine Christore Inc somehow. Christore Inc, check this out. Check this out. C r y s t o r e i n c dot com. Cristor Inc dot com. C r y s t o r e i n c dot com. Christor Inc. Look it up. It's an ARG. You're going to go down a rabbit hole. This is LinkedIn with dispatches from elsewhere. Uh, the Jejun Institute. All those guys, all those guys, all those guys. Latitude Society. Grandview Boulevard. Goes on and 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 goes on. It, there's a whole, everything is related. Scarmanga Silk, Spencer McCall, Wiley Herman, Jeff Hull. It's all related. The Signal Podcast, S Y G N Y L. Oh my God! Look up. Oh my gosh! I don't even know where to start. Start, start at ChristorInc.com. dot ccom C R Y S T O R E I N C dot So yeah. Um, on TikTok, I met the person called My UFO Experiences. I was able to interview them with my brother Josh. at at Kapow. We talked to him on Zoom, which which then went through Twitch. Boy, oh boy, so exciting. So cool, man. I'm just, I'm just so honored that we have this opportunity to plug into these possibilities. Filmocracy was 24 hours a day. So there's always an opportunity to To do something in the lobby. Lobby was great. I'm putting out the manifestation that Filmocracy gives us our own channel. And then we'll be able to put all kinds of cool stuff in there. All kinds of cool stuff. I got to talk to the brothers, Paul and Philip. I want to see just how multimedia we can push this thing. I want to see just how multimedia... Um, Because holy moly that would be very exciting If we could bring in VR I accepted VR this year the Kapow I was really hoping Because we have we, we made friends with the folks over here At a local arcade And we thought that we were going to be at this theater this year And uh As it got closer We realized okay it's just going to be online Uh so like right down the street, there's this arcade and we're going to use that space for our VR, our VR stuff. So this came up, there's no way to actually play the VR. We kind of, you know, we, we weren't really certain how to present the podcasts even. And then we put up a special link on our website. And then link within the lobby so anyone who's in there they go boop I'm gonna to listen to these podcasts. So just a lot of cool, exciting stuff that's brewing here, all these possibilities. And I want I want to continue this virtual. Um yeah i want to continue with this virtual maybe have one last night at a drive-in we we're kind of playing with that idea i mean how much could that cost thousand bucks for the night you know you rent it out from a from a from a drive-in we go okay boom thousand bucks let's let's rent it please give it to us that's cheaper than ten thousand dollars for seven days at the lemley that's for sure the universe agrees with me I'm so excited. Anyway, I'm... Distracting myself from, uh... Doing the left brain activities. Doing the investigations. Getting the email addresses from the winners of the prizes of The Biggest Nerd on Block. Which was what Matthew M. Jones did. And we have a certain amount of each of these prizes, so... Get those! I want to get those out there into the world. So thank you so much for listening to Inspirato Projecto. If you'd like to contribute to this audio podcast, please call the hotline. Leave a voice message. Don't worry, no one's going to pick up the phone. Just leave a voice message, and I'll put that onto the podcast. In fact, what I'll do next is I'll play uh, some some of you know some of the messages we get. Call five six one two zero three nine one seven niner five six one two zero three nine one seven niner and once again here it is as a theme song five six one two zero three nine one yeah five six one two zero three nine one seven niner That'd be great. I imagine like a chorus of angels singing that where you get like a five six one two zero three nine one seven niner <laughs> You know what I mean? You just layer it in there. Five six one two zero three nine one seven niner <laughs> You just I mean my God. and you get 5612039179er. <laughs> you just, you just layer it up, man. So it just sounds like this big chorus. So you could call that. You could also email me at inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. That's right. That's right. You heard me right the first time. projecto at gmail.com, baby inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com give me an email do it you know you wanna give me this. give me the soundscapes of life um here check this out you know what that is yes or no you can send that you could actually send a sound like that watch this you know Um, Here's another one. Let's try this. All kinds. So, wait, how about this one? I remember when that first came out in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I remember every kid trying to figure out how to do that. Every kid. I figured out how to do it without it. It's a skill. It's a talent. What can I say? It's a skill. It's a talent. What can I say? Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, send send an email. It's productprojecto at gmail.com. Do it. Do it now. I just swallowed a Maraschino cherry pit. Okay, listen. uh, 72 hours, right? You had 48 hours. Eddie Murphy, Nick Nolte, the great Nick Nolte. And Eddie Eddie was okay. And you had another 48 hours. So we got it done. But now the next one... I don't know. 72 hours. Why not? What what can you not do in 72 hours? We find the bad guys. We put them in jail. We have a good time. We have some laughs. 96 hours. We're gonna need 90 96 hours. That'll that's that'll work. Uh, I got a call, Walter Hill. Thank you, Inspirato Projecto. <sighs> wow, Nick Nolte. I'm, first of all, I'm honored that you even listen to the podcast. Second of all, I'm honored that you decided to call me up and leave a message. As a result of that, I'm going to put on a YouTube channel that, uh, that's a live YouTube channel and it just plays coffee jazz. So I think, you know, to get us in a calm mood, let's just sit down, have a cup of Joe, have a cup of Joe. 96 hours is an extraordinary idea. Extraordinary idea. Some might even call it extraordinary. By the way, at the top of the hour, we also had an, uh, uh, an extraordinary fun fact by Henry D. Horse. Mickey Dolans from the Monkees stopped by to say hello. Uh, Mickey Dolans has a whole archive of music that he did back in the 60s with these guys when they would jam together on uh, Laurel Canyon. Over there in Laurel Canyon. That's one of my time travel destinations, destination locations. Is Laurel Canyon? Hanging out with those guys, jamming with those guys, shooting movies with those guys. Like, how cool would that be? What a great idea for movies! Like, you're the, you're the um, interdimensional documenteer. You can go back to any time. And you document the you document history. Um I just think you'd be phenomenal. So Nick Nolte, thank you for your contribution. I look forward to hearing more of your contributions. Uh now, let's listen to Man Behind the Machine. Have some. What'd you think of this episode? In Ghostbusters. Binge, you said before you were waiting for a sign. What sign are you waiting for? Gozer the Traveler. He will come in one of the pre chosen forms. During the rectification of the Voldrani, the Traveler came as a large and moving torp. Then, during the third reconciliation of the last of the McKetrick supplicants, they chose a new form for him that of a giant slore. Many Shubs and Zools knew what it was to be roasted in the depths of the slore that day, I can tell you. These. Man behind the machine, what is up? I think that's a phenomenal scene. You could pick any scene out of the Ghostbusters movie; it would be phenomenal. And it's so crazy. Like, man, I I didn't even realize. Shame on me for not knowing that Dan Aykroyd wrote that. He also did uh, what was it called? Nothing but trouble. Is that where? Is that what it is? Where he's he's kind of? It's kind of like. Uh, wait, he's wearing like prosthetics, right? Like, wasn't there like, wasn't his did he play a couple of characters or just one character? Like, some very strange dude in a house with all these weird, sort of like mutant people kind of me of kind of reminded me of when I saw, um, oh gosh, what was it? Wrong Turn Two, long ago, I was at the premiere of Wrong Turn Two, my buddy Jeremy's co-worker's husband directed it and so we were at uh where was that Sherman Oaks Galleria yeah and uh, they, they had rented out one of the theaters there to show it and that's one of those premises it's like one of those things uh oh you end up at a house you don't want to be at Um, so Dan Aykroyd wrote that I didn't know he wrote Ghostbusters curious if he wrote Ghostbusters too. He had to have written Blues Brothers, right? God, I'd love to see what other kinds of crazy screenplays he's written. Jack Nicholson, too. He's written some screenplays, but yeah, Ghostbusters. Oh my gosh! So that's like just pure comedy. And uh, Rick Moranis. Oh my God, Rick Moranis. What a great guy. He and Sigourney Weaver. Man, they just they just had such great rapport. It's such a great rapport. They worked off each other really well. Everybody in that movie, everybody in that movie. Just imagine that. if you were able to actually contain this—you uh, know, the spirits, ghosts—actually contain them in a machine like that. I mean, how many ghosts can you fit in a machine? How many ghosts can fit in a machine? Keep sending me more of those uh, messages, man, behind the machine. I always get a kick out of hearing the kind of media you choose to call in with. It is me again. I forgot to mention. I'm so excited. My meditations have been starting to get featured on the Insight Timer free meditation app. And I'm already getting such positive feedback from people around the world. I mean, you know how it is. The podcast is very different. On Insight Timer, I'm just just putting straight meditation on there. And uh, I'm excited about it. It's really encouraging to know that my voice can help people. I love it. So this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> Congratulations, Maria. As you can tell, Maria has the voice of shimmering silver, cosmic silver. Uh, she, she, uh, she's, she's a great podcaster, extraordinaire. Strong body, strong soul is a a, a wonderful podcast you got to check out. She has covered numerous, um, she's always on the go, hiking, meditating, spending time at the beach, hanging out with her family, wonderful soul. Insight Timer app. Check it out, folks. Check it out. Now more than ever, people are freaking out. They're pining for those moments to get back to normal putting those in the air quotes. People are pining. They're getting anxious. They're wondering, when are things going to go back to normal? When can my friends go on their, their uh, family trips again? I'm anxious for that to happen. Many people are just pining for things to get back to normal. So as a result, they're getting out of whack. Their mentality is going crazy. They're flipping out. Eating a lot, drinking a lot. Uh, you know, just listen. Calmness, folks. We need calmness right now. And Maria Humphreys, the silvery, shimmering, glimmery, glamoury voice of Strong Body, Strong Soul podcast. She really uh will help put you at ease. She's a photographer. She's a videographer, editor. Voiceover artist and a voiceover artist, just a great, just if you take 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 like a donut and you go, you twist it. Now it's that uh, Mobius strip. That's her, witty, funny, creative, great. Great vibe. I love many, many of you who have been listening to this podcast, you know how much I love celebrating when people have these victories, you know, when people come across these exciting, these exciting journeys and quests, they follow their heart. And I get to hear the adventure. I get to hear the quest that they're going on. Um, it makes no sense to be jealous of our neighbors, to be jealous of what's, whatever's in the news or being presented on any of your favorite social networks. No need to destroy your face because you see someone else on a social network getting more likes on their picture than yours. Oh my God, it's destroying the culture, isn't it? Or it could be done for good. Maria Humphrey has harnessed a way to do good for the populace. She's getting you in tune with you. The true tuning fork. In fact, I'm looking right through my window right now and I see a tree that's in the shape of a you. Wow. Check out the Hawkins... I think it's called the, the Hawkins... We, we've talked about this before. The Hawkins Emotional Chart or Hawkins... Frequency diagram, Hawkins vibration chart, things things like that. Search for that, and you will see. You will see. In fact, I probably even talked about it on this episode. I I can't see enough great stuff about this chart. What's interesting is, you know, we're all ultimately the the point of meditation. Just like with hypnosis, when people channel, they're they're kind of tuning into that. All that is you're you're tuning into the um, as David Lynch. Calls it. You're you're just going into the unif- universal consciousness. You're going all the way to the bottom of an ocean. So imagine all this crazy, all these thoughts, all this anxiety, all this stuff. That's all. That's all the waves that are splashing upon the rocks, upon the shores. It's crazy. You know, you're aboard the ship, and ah, whoa, oh my god, like perfect storm. Uh the idea is to dive deep down into you know the ocean floor where it is calm. And as you do that, what happens it, 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 as it opens up your horizons because you become identity less. You have to allow yourself. I think this is part of the reason why it's very hard for people to meditate, is they're they're afraid of maybe they're 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 holding so tight onto their uh sense of self and identity, their chosen identity, their individualism, that it's hard for them to melt into the nothingness. Hmm. I wonder if this correlates to the uh to the, the the amount of those people who are able to dream and not dream. I wonder if this like this correlates with that. If like the people who are really held onto their sense of 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 self of identity of really, you know, caring about that reputation, bringing it around, bringing it around, if that's why it's hard for them to dream because they're they're still holding so so tightly onto that that analytical left brain type of thing. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. Wow, I'm just getting blasted with so many so many pieces of revelation right now. So yeah, basically what I'm saying here is it's pretty important to have those things in our life, whether it's meditation, whether it's painting, whether it's staring at a cloud. I was just watching an awesome cloud float by. And then it gave me this idea of a of a whole story. Which I I gotta rewrite this down. down right? Um, that I had started way back when I had done bit strips. This particular comic, um, strip idea. Oh, let's see. I'm writing it down right now. There it is. So, just staring up at the, up at the, um, the clouds, watching the trees. If you just, if you just unfocus your eyes, there's this astounding tree, the way that this thing is shaped. It's a huge, it's like a huge bush basically that, uh, a few of these, I look out here and this little guy, he looks like he's like one of those garden gnomes. And when, when I, when I, when I blur my eyes, all of a sudden it's like, I see different faces in there. Sometimes the little guy will have four, five, six different eyes. Sometimes I'll blur my eyes a different way and I'll be like, oh, oh, that's a face of another creature in there. That one's got a hat. It's just really cool. So those are the things that I think doodling, doodling is another one turning off the tv off the news off off with the politics get in tune with nature woof 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 i put up a challenge on my twitter a 1 month fast from news and politics and just purely purely spending time in nature spending time in meditation and creating things creating things getting lost in your imagination again allowing yourself the luxury isn't it funny that becomes a luxury Uh, the luxury of of enjoying yourself give yourself the luxury of enjoying yourself (laughs) at what point has that become a luxury Why, why can't that be the default mode that's the way it's intended feeling good satisfaction enjoying yourself that is like that source right there that that You know, that ought to be taught. That that ought to be the default mode. So, yeah, meditation. You want free meditation? Go check it out. Maria Humphreys. Thank you so much for calling in, Maria. Let's see who else we got here on the line. It's man here. Inspirato, is it too late to stop Facebook AI bots from censoring everything? Is it too late? Like in War Games, Professor Falcon said, there's one lesson I couldn't teach Joshua. Fertility, there's a time to just give up. Well, when the algorithms get their order, their program, they just go steam full ahead. Is it too late to stop the censors on social media? the AI bots is it too late to stop them it's interesting you brought that up man behind the machine uh concerning the AI software I suppose one of the things we can do is uh you know I think what people what we don't realize what we're getting into is that we sign first of all how many of us look look through the privacy policies how many of us spend the time to look through those so we just click okay yeah accept or whatever you know and then, throughout time, those social networks, they change their privacy policies. They change their terms of, you know, what have you. They, ch- they, they change those things over time. So, especially if you're not in, um, in the habit of reading those things, you're, you're probably just going to go, oh yeah, okay. Oh yeah, they changed their privacy poly- policy and then just go ahead and let it, let it happen. And so then what happens is that, that sort of like, subliminally uh, brainwashes people to then just go ahead and click okay with, you know, all kinds of things. Oh my God, these people are throwing manure on the ground. It's so funny. It takes uh, a manure-smelling soil to get a uh, good good green grass going. Is that what it is? So I think a lot of times people just get subliminally brainwashed and just going ahead, just go, hey, yeah, yeah, I'll click it, I'll click it. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, they just want my, oh, they're only asking for my phone number? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're only asking for my address? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, they're only asking for my social security number? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, go ahead. And what, what's terrible is that, you know, we got a lot of these older folks who are signing into these social networks, and then they end up finding themselves getting their identity stolen or in these weird positions. So I would say, you know, maybe stop Facebook altogether, find a different social network, There are a couple new ones that have been popping up out there that don't steal the data, that don't spy on you. This is the other thing, is that I'd like to believe that there are um, people out there, there are organizations out there, much like Anonymous, who are hard at work on um, some kind of privacy thing some kind of program maybe maybe I'm imagining this let's say first you run the program and then when you go on these websites it'll show you exactly how much they're trying to dig into your computer and then what it does is it shows you how much they've already dug into your computer and then maybe like what I'm thinking is it'd be interesting is like if you just take that data and then all of a sudden you flip it, you flip it. So now it enables your computer to do the exact same thing to their mainframe that they are doing to you. So maybe if that happened enough, these services would be like, okay, we surrender. We're sorry We're trying to, you know. We're sorry for spying on you. We're sorry for taking your information from you and selling it to others. You know, you caught us right-handed. You know, usually there, there's, there's a... If you're lucky, you're, you're offered an apology by the um, clandestine behavior. You know, once people are found out for what they've done. Um sometimes you don't. Sometimes they just don't admit it, but everybody knows it. It's, I mean, it's a crazy thing, right? It's a crazy, crazy world we're in. And I would just say, let's start building AI that services us, that helps us out, that that warns us of these particular dangers and just protects us, plain and simple. It makes us more aware of what's happening, what's going on, It's interesting. I went onto a website today. A friend of mine is trying to crowdsource. Um, she's trying to get funding for a movie that she's putting together, a documentary. Well, when I went to the site, the very first thing that I saw on the, the page, it said, we use cookies. Um, what's cool, now Now more and more of these places are actually just letting you know. Like, they're giving you the option. Um, some of them are cool. They, they go, no, no thanks, I don't want the cookies. Or you've got to click on it and go, yeah, I want the cookies. But this site, I thought was interesting because it showed you exactly what cookies were going to be used on your computer and how long they last for. There must have been a 40, 50 of these things. Um, one, but the interesting thing was you could actually click on whether you wanted certain ones to see your data or not. There were some that were just immovable, unstoppable, some that you just, you just had to click on. And, um, you know, that that you just, you had to okay if you okayed it. It was like, yeah, they're, they're sort of grandfathered in. So, you know, once, once it's like, it's like allowing a vampire to walk into your house. Once that happens, you can't, you can't get them out. My dad told me of a law that's in Florida. He lives out in Florida. And he told me that there's this law that if you... If you let someone into your house as your um roommate or whatever, and you think, oh, I'll just be nice, I'll just let this be yeah, this person they said they're just gonna live here for a few months. Well, there's a law that you cannot kick people out of your house. Now they're they're they, you know, basically live at that house. There's nothing you can do to, to kick them out. So it's like Once you've moved into that territory, um, it's kind of tricky because you already already let them in your house. I think that's why a lot of people, they just keep clicking, yes, okay, okay, okay. No worries, no worries. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. They just keep clicking it saying, okay, you know, and then usually they throw up their hands. Well, chances are everybody else knows what I'm up to. Well, it's not just what you're up to, but what your friends and your family, maybe they don't want you to share their phone numbers. A lot of times these places, they go, give us your contact list. Great. So if you want this app, so some, let's say some, some 12-year-old is, is on an app. You know, you've got to give your contact list. Well, What's in that little kid's, what's in his contact list? His grandparents, his mother, his father, all these people, all their friends. And so basically they're, they're kind of selling out. Their friends and family by clicking yes. Yeah, you can have my contact list. Now they got all your brothers and sisters and family members and all the people that are important and close to you. Now they got all of their information. So I'd like to believe that there are AI uh, entities out there that are being created that defend... I would say kind of like a keto, not necessarily defend against it, but kind of a keto it. I guess stop it. Yeah, sure. Put a shield up. You're like, no, this isn't going to happen anymore. And now you recognize it. Like I'm just imagining like the effect of like when an opera singer sings the same pitch as a glass, the glass breaks. It's it's ne- one plus negative one equals zero. It cancels itself out. It breaks. So what if there was something like that where you're like, okay, this is you know here's the digital readout of the waves of the frequencies of the vibrations of the of the zeros and ones <coughs> the binary functions that are going on coming from that program in my computer okay now bam you just flip the tables you you turn that you turn that right upside down and now now it's like a reflection it's like a mirror it reminds me of that phrase uh whatever you, uh uh Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever bounces off me sticks to you. It's that type of thing. Oh, so you're trying to be clandestine with me and my private information? Here you go, bounces off me, sticks to you. So it would be interesting. It would make companies think twice before they try to do secret stuff behind their backs. Did, Did you happen to see that really interesting... Courtroom thing where the, the, the guy asks Mark Zuckerberg, oh, could, would you feel comfortable telling me where you're staying tonight? Would you feel comfortable, you know, telling me the person, the last person who texted you and what their phone number is? Uh, no. Well, you're doing that to everybody else, man. So, folks just don't, you know, nope, nobody likes being called out for doing something evil that they don't want being, being done to them. And then they stop, uh, and then there are no repercussions. Why not? Why does it go further than that? It's like, oh, we caught you. And now what? That's it. So, very... gets so dicey, doesn't it? Dicey situation. Anyway, thank you so much for calling in. If you want to contribute... To the next episode of Inspirato Projecto, please email me at inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com or you can call me on the hotline. No no worries, no pressure. Just just leave a message on the voicemail, whatever kind of sounds you want. 561-203-9179 561-203-9179 Give me a call. Could be the sounds of uh, crackling fire, the sound of you brushing your teeth, the sound of your neighbors talking, the sound of uh, noises in the hallway, the sound of whatever the heck. Crispy, crunchy walking in the leaves car alarms going off um, dreams synchronicities epiphanies call the hotline 561-203-9179 or email it to me at inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com I would love to share your insight with the world Take care. and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto.